the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Bernie Sanders has scored a resounding victory in Nevada's presidential caucuses. His win on Saturday cements his status as the Democrats' national frontrunner, though it's also escalating tensions over whether he's too liberal to defeat President Donald Trump. Meanwhile, Sanders is lumping the Democratic establishment in with corporations and Republicans, saying that they can't stop it. The independent Vermont senator caucuses with Democrats in the Senate. But on the campaign trail, he's been trying to put some daylight between himself and the party. Despite leading in the polls and being favored in the Nevada caucuses, Sanders has been complaining about a Democratic establishment that's worried about his multiracial appeal to voters demanding higher wages and health care. His rivals and some party centrists openly worry that the nomination of a self-described Democratic socialist could set the party up for defeat in the general election. Bob Agnew reporting. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt has a reason he wants Bernie to win the nomination. In Virginia... It's a tie, 22-22. Now, I've already voted for Bernie. Open primary. Republicans out there listening to me. You don't want to run against Bloomberg. That's, that's just two Republicans. We don't prove anything if we run against Bloomberg. I want to run against the socialist and repudiate him. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Patriots Book of the Month for February is The Manipulators. Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Big Tech's War on Conservatives by Peter Hassan. And you can sign up to win a free copy right now at the Freedom Fan Club page at am1280thepatriot.com. Just past 2 o'clock on this Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got beautiful sunny skies today. We'll reach a high of 45. And we got Hour 2, Brad Carlson Show of the Narn, starting right now. Bye for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. What I'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so at hashtag darnshow, hashtag NARNshow for any comments. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, give us a like. Go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, feel free to comment there as well. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Now, is, is this real? There was a, you know, uh, Bloomberg has been putting up uh, all of these signs all over 
uh, basically, uh, you know, kind of just having fun with Trump, like uh, uh, Trump, uh, you know, likes ketchup on his hot dog. Or uh, here's the latest one, because um, now for background, you know, Donald Trump he calls Michael Bloomberg Mini Mike because he's short, so he calls him Mini Mike. And there was a sign that Bloomberg posted where it says Donald Trump cheats at golf, and Trump responded with Mike Bloomberg cheats at. Mini golf. <laughs> Your president, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I I'm not a fan of Trump's Twitter feed, but even I got to give Matt props on that one. That that's just and and Bloomberg he walked right into it. He walked right into that one. And again, this leads perfectly into this past Wednesday's Democrat debate. How could a guy from basically nothing and building a multi-billion-dollar empire? and is worth billions to the point where he can buy himself a nomination, of the party's nomination for president, how could he have been so ill-prepared for the attacks that were levied against him uh, back this past, uh, this past Wednesday? Now, the Democrats that qualified for the debate were uh, Michael Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, and Joe Biden. Okay. Not a very diverse uh, lot for the Democrats who pride themselves on being the party of diversity. Uh, a lot of old white people on that stage, but whatever. I, you know, I, I subscribe more to the ideology than I do intersectionality politics, and uh, I wouldn't vote for any of these people. Oh, so there you go. So uh, if we, I've got a buffet of sound bites like I have been teasing. First of all, let's just start with a quick, um, a quick summary of the debate before we get into some of the more long, drawn-out. Uh, we'll start with cut number one. These are some quick hits uh, from the Democrat debate where the candidates were going back and forth, and again, the candidates being in no particular order, Michael Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, and Joe Biden. The six Democrats qualify this debate. This is about, I don't know, about a minute, minute or so. Here's some quick hits from the Democrat debate. Uh, Jason, cut number one, go. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Wow. And no, I'm not talking about right Donald out of the shoot. Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Mayor Bloomberg, should you exist? Let's put forward somebody who's actually a Democrat. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb? I'm the only one here that I think has ever started a business. Is that fair? Yep. Okay. But we can't be so eager to be liked by Mitch McConnell. The best-known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. When you tried in Indiana, you lost by over 20 points. We're not going to throw out capitalism. It was called communism and it just didn't work. At a certain point, you got to do the math. I wish everyone was as perfect as you, Pete. It's like a post-it note. Insert plan here. The policy was abhorrent. Was there? Let me finish. Thank you. How many Let is me that? finish. Yeah, can I finish? It's ridiculous. You have two stents as well. All right. 25 years ago. Next question. Next question. Hello, 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 hello. In my company, lots and lots of women have big responsibilities. Maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. Okay, there you have it. So there's just kind of a montage uh, right away out of the shoot. And, of course, the long knives came out uh, for Bloomberg. And uh, mad props to to uh, uh, Steve Dace, by the way, who's a conservative commentator at Blaze TV, uh, and he also hosts a weekly radio show. He said the morning of debate, of the debate, 
watch for Elizabeth Warren to assume the kamikaze pilot role, meaning she's not going anywhere. She's not going to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. So let's take out a few of the other candidates. And she brought out the long knives for Michael Bloomberg and went after him. And Steve Dace talked about this. He says she will assume the Chris Christie role of 2016. If you remember, the governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, was running for the GOP nomination back in 2016, and it was pretty obvious after the first couple primaries slash caucuses, he wasn't going anywhere. And he was more partial to Trump being the nominee, so he said, okay, I need to take out somebody who is a big threat to Trump. And he focused his ire on Marco Rubio, the senator out of Florida. And if you remember the leaked DNC emails, it was Rubio whom the Democrats feared the most because they looked at him as kind of like a a GOP version of Obama. Uh, long on charisma and drawing big crowds, but short on accomplishments. But nevertheless, someone who they deemed would threaten Hillary in an election. So... As a result, Chris Christie seeing that, well, we need Trump to be our nominee, so we'll take out Marco Rubio, and he went after Rubio. I forget which debate it was. And Rubio never really recovered from that. And Chris Christie, it wasn't a jolt to his campaign, didn't save his own skin, but it at least took out Rubio. So it was kind of the proverbial kamikaze role. And that is the role Elizabeth Warren assumed. Now, Jason, cuts three and four, I'm going to want to play back-to-back because they kind of go into each other. So these next couple of sound bites, uh, you heard kind of the beginning of one of them, uh, this montage that I played earlier. This is Elizabeth Warren going after Michael Bloomberg. And if you saw Bloomberg, his reaction, he, he looked totally ill-prepared for this onslaught, which made no sense because these were, these were proverbial verbal bombs that were being thrown at him. And he seemed ill-prepared. But Elizabeth Warren going after Mike Bloomberg. So cuts three and four will play back-to-back, about a couple minutes long total. We will have Donald Trump. We will have Donald Trump for another four years, and we can't stand that. So I'd like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. (laughs) Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history. We will have. What's going on? Why does that keep crapping out like The that? Internet's acting kind of weird. Okay. So here's uh, clip number four. Okay. I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. <laughs> that just doesn't cut it. The mayor has to stand on his record. And what we need to know is exactly what's lurking out there. He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements, both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? That's some red meat for that crowd, that's for sure. Very few 
non-disclosure agreements. Uh, how many Let is me that? finish. How many is that? None of them accused me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And let me just put, and let me put, there's a be, agreements between two parties that wanted to keep it quiet, and that's up to them. They signed those agreements, so, and we'll live with it. So wait, when you say it is up to, I just want to be clear. Some is how many? And and when you and when you say they signed them and they wanted them if they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, that's now okay with you. You're releasing them on television tonight? S Senator no. Is that right? Senator, the company and somebody else, in this case, a man or a woman, or could be more than that, they decided when they made an agreement that they wanted to keep it quiet for everybody's no. interest. They signed the agreements, and that's what we're going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the question is, are I the women bound by being muzzled by you? And you could release them from that immediately. Because understand, this is not just a question of the mayor's character. This is also a question about electability. We are not going to beat Donald Trump with a man who has who knows how many non-disclosure agreements and the drip, drip, drip of stories of women saying they have been harassed okay. and discriminated against. But you notice, uh, if you notice after the debate, Focahontas, a.k.a. Elizabeth Warren, was asked, you know, because Michael Bloomberg has made a vow, even if he doesn't get the nomination, he would fund, he would continue to fund ads against Donald Trump, not necessarily for the Democrat nominee, but obviously by default, it would benefit the Democrat nominee uh, through November. He would continue to fund ads against Trump. And Elizabeth Warren was asked, you know, if you're the nominee, would you would you accept those kind of, you know, in-kind contributions? Because that would obviously be benefit your campaign. And she didn't deny that she would. So she's saying all of these things about Bloomberg, not saying that they're not true. OK, these despicable horrific things about bloomberg but she'd be more than willing to cash the checks you know if they if they better for her now elizabeth warren's not going to be the nominee i feel very confident in saying so therefore she felt very comfortable in this role this kind of kamikaze role as steve dace uh, called it and he was exactly right that was that was what she did because you know the more moderates that they can take out of the race the, the more that chance that someone who is more aligned with her worldview, i.e. Bernie Sanders, would have a chance to win the nomination. So apparently that Focahontas-Bernie Sanders feud that they had a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, you know, which is eons in terms of political outrage, uh, that's kind of uh, fallen by the wayside. Yeah, we got several more sound bites to get to when we come back from this uh, break. We will get to them, and we'll also take your calls at 651-289-4488. You can use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow if you'd like to leave a comment via Twitter. Talking more about the proverbial clown show that is the Democrat race for president. And, of course, we'll talk a little bit about the Nevada caucuses yesterday as well. Right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas. 
or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair, and they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. American Pressure. If you're cleaning up your food production facility and you're in charge of sanitization, American Pressure is the right place for you. We know that if you aren't clean, you can't make product. From food-grade oil and pumps to custom products to clean conveyors, we know your application. Water savings, reliable equipment, and quick support are just some of the reasons to call American Pressure. Find out more at AmericanPressure.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651 289 4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in. Via Twitter, just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. My life is brilliant. Think it ain't. Appreciate the sentiment, however. So we're talking about the Democrat uh, debate from this past Wednesday in Nevada, just ahead of the Nevada caucus, which took place yesterday. Bernie Sanders winning the Nevada caucus and seems to have a stranglehold on the nomination. Uh, The one thing, you know, with all of the long knives coming out for Bloomberg, because, in fact, someone mentioned on Twitter, uh, uh, Ben Domenic, who is the who was actually married to uh, uh, the late John McCain's daughter, Megan McCain. uh, Ben Domenic on Twitter said uh, that Bloomberg, after a while, had this look of uh, like, I'm not going to put up with this bleep anymore. I'm just going to go out and buy me a nomination if I have to put up with this. (laughs) He did look like a deer in the headlights for a lot of that stuff that Warren was throwing at him, though. And, uh, you know, um, 
he but uh, he he did lay a, a, a one glove on Bernie. Didn't make a huge difference, and we may get to that in a little bit. But let's uh, let's go. Let's start with uh, cut number five. Now, the popular chanting point amongst the Bernie Bros and his supporters about um, you know healthcare for all, Medicare for all, is they always like to uphold the Swedish or Dane models. And in this debate, Bernie touted the Denmark. Uh, model of democratic socialism. Okay, um, I, w- I won't get into it too much right now, but I'll list uh, play the sound clip and then we'll react to it. Cut number five, Bernie touting Denmark as the standard of democratic socialism. Let's talk about democratic socialism, not communism, Mr. Bloomberg. That's a cheap shot. Let's but, talk about but accurate. Let's talk about what goes on in countries like Denmark, where Pete correctly oh, pointed out they have a much higher quality of life in many respects than we do. What are we talking about? We are living in many ways That's in a socialist true. society right now. Eh. The problem is, as Dr. Martin Luther King reminded us, we have socialism for the very rich, rugged individualism for the poor. Wait a second. Donald, let me finish. That's not socialism. What? Trump gets $800 million in tax breaks and subsidies to build, link, to build luxury condominiums. That's socialism for the rich. Ah, uh, no, it's not. Walmart, we have to subsidize Walmart's workers who are on Medicaid and food stamps because the wealthiest family in America pays starvation wages. That's socialism for the rich. No, it's not. In democratic socialism okay, for enough. working people, not billionaires. Health care for all, educational opportunity all right, for all. Senator, thank you, Mayor So there you have it. Uh, okay, let's let's break that down a little bit. First of all, they always like to tout the models that take place in Sweden and Denmark. Those are not socialist countries. Those are capitalist countries with a very high welfare state. So what does that mean? That means everybody's taxes are higher. Everybody pays higher taxes across the board. So when Bernie Sanders says we're going to get a Denmark-style democratic socialism here in this country by raising taxes on the millionaires and billionaires, I always sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger when I try to imitate Bernie Sanders. Apologize for that. The millionaires and billionaires, you know, uh, uh, trying to go with his Brooklyn accent. It's not going very well. Anyhow, I digress. That's not going to cut it, okay? You're never going to get the type of uh, revenue stream you want by just increasing taxes on millionaires and billionaires. It's not going to happen. So if you want truly what Denmark has, then it's higher taxes for everybody, including the lowest income people. That's why they have what they have. And you're also talking about the Medicare for All uh, proposal, uh, A.G. Hamilton who at uh, Twitter laid it out very well. He says, people who cite places like Denmark to defend Bernie's Medicare for All proposal are conceding they don't know much about his health care plan or much about the systems in the places they're comparing it with. So Denmark has one of the highest tax rates in the world. Average Dane pays over 45%. Okay, That's how they afford their system. Even a similar system would mean a huge tax hike for nearly every American, which is just which is just what I said. Okay? But again, his rhetoric is millionaires and billionaires because that plays better with the voting public. Denmark's system is very localized. It's managed at a regional and local level, not federal. Excuse me. Medicare for all would be the exact opposite. Denmark allows supplementary private insurance. Bernie's Medicare for all plan notably bans it. 
How many of the Democrats have been talking about getting rid of private insurance, private health care? Almost all of them, particularly the most far-left ones, Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders. Uh, Denmark requires about one general practitioner per person and a certain number of hospital beds, et cetera, per person. For us to match, the United States would have to more than quadruple the current number of doctors while also cutting their pay significantly under Medicare for All. How many uh, individuals are going to be incentivized to get a career in medicine if that's the case? Not a whole heck of a lot. So you're going to have a you're going to have quite a shortage. Uh, Denmark also had has huge immigration restrictions and severe restrictions on access to health care for foreigners and illegal immigrants to limit costs. Bernie wants to do the opposite and open up government funded health care for anyone who is here. And he said that very thing after the Nevada caucus. Yesterday, in fact, I'll try to find the sound clip for maybe a later segment if I remember to get to it. But he basically says that people who are here, immigrants who are here illegally, should be entitled to the same constitutional protections as American citizens. He said that yesterday, just yesterday. Uh, The extent of benefits offered by Medicare for All exceeds what is offered among packages in Denmark. Denmark also doesn't have record of medical innovation we have, which would be largely stagnated by price controls pushed by Bernie. I would oppose adopting a system similar to Denmark's, but it is still not comparable to Bernie's disastrous Medicare for All proposals. People should be honest about what they are promising and the consequences. Again, this is A.G. Hamilton 29 is his username at uh, Twitter. It's a great follow. It lays out uh, just substance in replying to Bernie's demagoguery. And again, we know Trump is not big on wonkish statistics or policy debates. Okay, he's more about persuasion. All right. So this is a this is the mission for a lot of these right of center political action committees to lay out facts like this and let people know what would be in store if Bernie were president and if his proposals were to get through. So Michael Bloomberg, again, he was hardest hit in this debate, but he did lay a glove on America's favorite septuagenarian socialist. Let's move on to cut number six. Uh, When uh, Michael Bloomberg, uh, he rightly said at one point during the debate, he was the only one on stage who's ever created a business. Yet these people who have never, who basically worked for government most of their lives, a lot of these people, all right, never had any skin in the game when it comes to business and owning a business and running a business. They want to. They seem to be the have the most expertise on how to regulate businesses. And Michael Bloomberg wasn't having any of it. And this is uh, probably the one good shot he got in the entire debate on uh, America's favorite septuagenarian socialist. Cut number six. Go. What a wonderful country we have. The best known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What I miss here? Well, you'll miss that I work in Washington, House One. That's the first problem. Live in Burlington, House Two. That's good. And like thousands of other Vermonters, I do have a summer camp. Forgive me for that. Where is your home? Which tax? Which tax haven? Do you have your home? New York City. Thank you very much, and I pay all my taxes. Okay, so there you have it. That was a that was a very effective uh, comeback on Bernie, and didn't get a lot of play, didn't get a lot of applause because Boom, Bloomberg was mortal enemy number one amongst that audience. So people were like, they didn't want to clap because it was a solid point, and but they also knew that there was no intellectual retort for this. A summer camp? That's his third home. He called it a summer camp. 
Um, no, it's quite a palatial estate. I've seen uh, pictures out there. And again, I'm an unapologetic 100% full-blown capitalist. I have zero issue with Bernie Sanders having a summer home, okay, uh, a lake home. Zero issue with it whatsoever. But this idea that you are wanting to pass laws and regulations to stifle anybody else having the opportunity to have a summer home or anybody who it's problematic that there are millionaires out there, of which Bernie Sanders himself is one. He's been called on it before. He says, wait a minute, you've got three homes. What's that all about? He says, well, well, well if you write a best-selling book, you can have three homes too. Well, that's capitalism that he seems to be against. The one thing that I uh, really took heart in over this debate was kind of the Mayor Pete, Amy Klobuchar slap fight. And that's in uh, cut number seven. And by the way, I talked about it last week, this clomentum you know, Amy Klobuchar getting momentum by finishing third in the New Hampshire primary, and somehow she was going to be the moderate alternative to Bernie Sanders. It was laughable. It was laughably absurd. I said it last week, and her poor showing yesterday in Nevada, I think she finished behind Andrew Yang, who's not even in the race anymore. Um, yeah, and her demeanor on stage, you finally got to see, yeah, I could totally picture this woman be abu- being abusive to staff. Cut number seven, Mayor Pete and Klobi in their little slap fight. What's okay. in the Senate in you know, Washington? Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. Let's talk about the major policy. Next question. Next question. My answer is that. This question is for you. I want to talk about, and maybe this is appropriate. You won't shut up. Okay, I I cannot stand to listen to this for one more second. How the hell is anything being talked about in a productive way at this debate? They're all just talking over each other and getting mad at each other. Oh my gosh, I can't. Seriously, I can't stand to listen to this for too much longer. Well, that that <laughs> ju- that just said, uh, we saw the Amy Klobuchar that a lot of Minnesotans who at least pay attention could see. It's like, oh, yeah, I could square that circle with that person being abusive to staff and eating a salad with a comb. Yeah, I could totally see that from there. It's, so. it's all of them. They're all doing this. They're yeah. all just yelling. It's a bunch of, oh, I just, I have no words. So that, uh, <laughs> so there you go, uh, Mayor Bloomberg. He's not going to drop out, and he's probably not going to win any primaries or caucuses, but he's going to continue to spend ungodly amounts of money to try to get the nomination. Bernie is the clear front runner now. What can be done to slow him down? Well, there's talk of what is going to attempt to be done come convention time this summer. We'll talk a little bit about that. Take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my parents. They had them, and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour, and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable, and the results, well, even my husband noticed. 
Bain Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-549-2277. 800-549-2277. That's 800-549-2277. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Denver Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe and Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. I love that about working with Invergrove Hyundai. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Choose from an amazing variety of new Hyundais and experience the incredible customer satisfaction for yourself at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, Camp 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Continuing to talk about the clown show that is the Democrat candidates for president. Uh, I did find the clip. It's a little over a minute long. It was Bernie Sanders yesterday after emerging victorious in the Nevada caucus, uh, basically talking about uh, yeah, sure. Legal immigrants. Yeah, they should have the same constitutional rights and, and protections as uh, American citizens. So, Jason, if you have that clip ready, here we go. Today, we got 500,000 people sleeping out on the streets of America. In Democrat-run cities. Today, we have 18 million families paying 50% of their limited incomes for housing. Thanks, rent control. Today, we have hundreds of thousands of bright young people who cannot afford to get a higher education. Thanks, government, getting involved in higher education. Today, we have 45 million people paying a student debt that many of them cannot afford to pay. Again, thanks, government, for getting sticking your nose in the student loan business. So what our campaign is about and what our administration will be about is rethinking America, understanding 
that all of our people, when I say all, I also mean the undocumented in this country. And how are we going to pay for that? That all of our people are entitled to basic human rights. Okay. Uh, pretty frightening, to say the least. I mean, he has such a uh, woeful grasp of economics. I mean, the whole reason there's a student debt crisis, student loan debt crisis, is because of government. It's because government, the federal government has made a vow to guarantee all student loans. So when a bank loans somebody money, guess what? They can jack up whatever interest rate they want because if this, if the, if the debtor walks away, well, they know they're going to get that money from the federal government. So why not heap a big interest rate on top of it and get as much return on it as possible? And what incentive do universities have of lowering tuition or keeping tuition costs reasonable when, again, they're going to get their money regardless? So it's a scam, and it's all because of big government. And bigger government is going to solve this problem? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, uh, again, that's uh, that, that's Bernie Sanders. Uh this is obviously frightening to a lot of the Democrat establishment and many left of center pundits that uh, are weighing in on, on cable television. Okay, uh, particularly the left of center pundits that appear regularly on CNN and on MSNBC. So let's see. Um, let's start with this. Um, yeah, so let's uh, go. Let's start with cut number two. This is a montage of media types panicking over a prospective Bernie Sanders nomination. Cut number two, go. I thought it was a great night for Bernie Sanders. I thought it was a great night for Donald Trump. I thought it was a terrible night for the Democrats. After the, the truth is, Bernie Sanders is on its trajectory to be the Democratic nominee. To me, he, I just don't see him having any shot. In a general election, I'm panicked. I am absolutely panicked. Uh, No one but Bernie, Stephanie. Come on. He's an anarchist. He would love to burn down the United States. If we nominate a socialist like Bernie Sanders, we're going to lose. It'll be like George McGovern. It'll be a blowout. Nobody just says the obvious. Bernie, you're full of it. They're just pandering to the Bernie people. And you know what? Pandering gets you nothing. It certainly doesn't get your respect. Tom Perez needs to step down. He's a joke. He's a clown. He can't run the Democratic Party anymore. It's lost its way. I don't see how Democrats uh, do anything but bleed out when they put a socialist at the top of the ticket. It is a death sentence for the party and it will lead to Donald Trump's re-election. The loser, as Leslie put it, are the Democrats. They've got to get out there and say, I disagree with socialism. I believe in the markets. Right. I think he's wrong. I think he'll never get it done. And in this country, we'll never go that direction. And by the way, we'll lose 49 states. Corbyn didn't work in England. Uh-oh. Bernie ain't going to work in the United States. Then- Anyone but Bernie. Now, again, these are all leftists, lefty commentators, left of center commentators. Those who are adamantly opposed to Trump. That's why they're panicked, because they don't believe Bernie Sanders could be Trump. I got a couple more clips, uh, cuts eight and nine, if we can get kind of get those lined up back to back. Um, it's, it's specifically Van Jones on CNN. Again, he is a lefty, far left progressive, worked in the Obama administration, frequent commenter on CNN. And then more of Chris Matthews. You heard Chris Matthews a couple of times 
uh, in that montage. Uh, before we get to those, uh, why get those queued up, Jason? We'll go ahead and take Vincent's call real quick. Uh, Vincent's on line one. Vincent, I appreciate your patience. Thanks for calling back, sir. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I know they're all talking about the economy and all the socialists, you know, and the, what it ter- socialism turns into communism, and that's Siberia. Um, thing they did not mention, except the one guy is a veteran, the mayor is a veteran. Okay. And, but they had all these so Iowa. Mayor Pete is technically too. Yeah, that's why I said the mayor. Mayor, okay, gotcha. And he's uh yeah he's he was I said mayor. Thought you were talking about Afghanistan. Yes, 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 sir. You're correct. Uh, but um, they never did talk in Iowa, I don't think, or New Hampshire, Nevada about military or the veterans. What they're going to do? That's all. And that's the number one job of the commander in chief. That's true. And it's all money, you know. They'd have to be asked about it first, though, and that's yeah, something know. that the media is not really curious to do. I'm just saying. Or they could come out and mention it to themselves sure. if they had a brain. That's true. So well, that's it. Yeah, we appreciate the call, Vincent. Thanks so much. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, the moderators, if they're sympathetic and want Donald to the Democrat cause and want Donald Trump out of office, obviously they're not going to ask questions that they feel might not reflect well on the Democrats. And asking about asking anybody but military. Uh, any, asking anybody but Mayor Pete about military service probably isn't a good idea. And even Pete's, uh, how Pete got elevated to an officer so quickly, that's been called under scrutiny as well. So uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, continuing to talk about the Democrat panic, the leftist panic. Uh, cut number eight is Van Jones with CNN. And then right after that, we'll play cut number nine. Chris Matthews had kind of an interesting analogy about how Bernie San- what would happen if Bernie took over the Democrat Party. We'll start with cut number eight, Van Jones with CNN. Yes. Here's what we know. Uh, you've got a, a, another billionaire who's, who's running who may wind up being Teflon. He just may be able to run over everybody, and these things may not matter that much. But from a party point of view, mainline Democrats are being squeezed out by Bernie and Bloomberg. Bernie is leading a bottom-up insurgency from the left, but he's not actually a Democrat. And then now you have this top-down incursion from the right from, uh, uh, from, from, from Bloomberg Millions of people, billions of dollars. He's really not a Democrat either. What does that tell you? It, it tells me that there's, that, that there's a, a judgment that's going on with the American people that the mainline Democrats are something wrong. There's something defective. There's something that's not cutting the, the cheese. And so these outside cutting forces the are cheese. coming in, squeezing them out. And so <laughs> Bernie versus Bloomberg, Whoops. I think what, whatever happens tonight, what, you saw, what you're seeing is that there's a judgment on this party. And, you know, frankly, one of the people I have the most hope in is you because you have Andrew a different Yang. set of ideas. Oh, but the people should be looking in the mirror. Uh, in this party to figure out what is going on here, because really we should have other choices than just these two outsiders. You know, we do have other choices than just those. Well, there was like 25 candidates at one point. What do you mean we should have other choices? They were there. They were rejected. That's the point. That's the point Van Jones is making, is there were some very moderate Democrats running initially. Why don't you know their names? Because they were hardly ever given any publicity. That's the point. Chris Matthews of MSNBC. Uh, Chris is one of the more obnoxious leftist commentators out there. But when Chris Matthews is panicked about the direction of the Democrat Party, that is a uh, it, it would be entertaining if it wasn't so downright scary. Uh, Chris Matthews talking to Brian Williams and MSNBC. Here's what he equates uh, this his analogy to Bernie taking over the Democrats is interesting. Here we go. 
I'm reading last night about the fall of France in the summer of 1940, and the general, Renault, calls up Churchill and says, it's over. And Churchill says, how can it be? You've got the greatest army in Europe. How can it be over? He said, it's over. So I had that suppressed feeling. I can't be as wild as Carville, but he is damn smart, and I think he's damn right on this one. So Chris Matthews, if you, if you heard what he said, the fall of France in 1940, how did France fall? The Nazis took over. So he's equating Bernie Sanders taking over the Democrat Party to the Nazis taking over France. Again, I avoid Nazi analogies at all costs. Just don't do it. Don't do it. But, again, Chris Matthews is that panicked. Those rules are out the window. Uh, unbelievable. So what you heard from those mo- the montage of those leftist commentators Saying, you know, Bernie, if Bernie's the nominee, we're going to lose 49 states. Uh, the down ticket Democrats are panicked. Uh, James Clyburn, who is the majority whip in the U.S. House, okay, Democrat, says that Bernie's nominee would cost the, the Democrats their House majority. Uh, this would be the Democrats. So I, I don't know who said that. Maybe Chris Matthews said it, or, or maybe it was, I think it was Joe Scarborough. It doesn't really matter. The Democrat Party would bleed out. If Bernie Sanders was the was the nominee, he's not a traditional Democrat. Okay, he's not even really a Democrat. Yada yada yada. This, that, and the other thing. All of that stuff I heard, I couldn't help but harken back to 2016, because we heard the exact same thing about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the nominee. The Republican Party is over. It's an extinction level event. They'll lose their Senate majority for sure. They've already got a scant majority in the Senate. They'll lose that for sure. They may even lose their significant majority in the House. Down ticket Republicans are going to be cooked. Republicans were quickly distancing themselves from Trump. All A lot of the, uh, the establishment Republicans are running away from Trump. And Trump thumbed his nose at the establishment, just like Bernie Sanders did at the establishment Democrats. He said on Twitter yesterday, he says neither Republicans or establishment Democrats are going to be able to stop us. And there are establishment Democrats whom I follow on Twitter basically saying to Bernie, you can't win without us, so careful what you say about us. You know what? Establishment Republicans said the exact same thing to Trump. You can't win without us, Trump, so be careful how you talk to us. Trump didn't care. His surrogates didn't care. They still thumb their nose at establishment Republicans. Any, any remembrances of how Trump did in 2016? That's a rhetorical question. He was elected president. So what I'm saying here, for those conservatives who are rejoicing and jumping around like poo-flinging monkeys over Bernie, seemingly taking a stranglehold on the Democrat nominee, hey, I was having a lot of fun playing all these sound bites. All right? But underestimate Bernie in a general election at your own peril. I'm telling you right now, All it takes is a couple of unexpected incidents to take place. Boom, he's the president. Do I need to remind you about 2016? I don't think I do. I've got a lot of Trump fans in the audience. All right? Some will say, well, I always expected Trump to win. No, you didn't. If you lied to me about that, would you lie to me about other things? No, you didn't. You were hoping he'd win. You supported him every way. You thought he he deserved to win. But you said, oh, Trump's got this. No. Uh, they're not. There's only one person that I know of that said definitively Trump has got this, and that is Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. 
the comic? Yeah. He made a prediction in twenty late 2015, and he showed his work. He said, this is how Trump is going to win, and it came to fruition. Well, there was also that episode of The Simpsons. I don't remember of when course. that was. The Simpsons, well. Well, that- he's literally on the elevator waving, just like the actual picture. Now, yeah. I don't know if Trump did that on purpose to evoke that, but I, I, I have that'd no be idea. A great, that'd be a great move. If so all, all I'm saying is, you know, the Democrats who are panicked over Bernie uh, uh, causing the, an extinction-level event for the Democrats and, the, and Bernie will lose 49 states. First of all, there will be no presidential election from here forth, I'm confident in saying, where one candidate will win 49 states. The country has reached that kind of a divide that, at least in my lifetime, I don't expect a, a, a candidate for president to ever win 40-plus states again. I just don't see it happening. Okay? So I would—Trump basically turned the Republican Party into a populist party. It's now Trump's party. And guess what? The Republicans who disavowed him fell in line behind him when he was president because they realized the only way to get policy initiatives through is through the president. Okay? So all I'm saying is that Bernie Sanders being a general election candidate, if you think that it's a sure thing for Trump, I got news for you. It's not. I'm not saying Trump won't win. In fact, I feel, in fact, just this past week, Trump for the first time had a positive approval rating, 49% approval to 48% disapproval. First time in his presidency that he's had that. And there was also an uptick in Americans identifying as Republicans, jumping to 32%. It was uh, 28%, as opposed to Democrats, you know, people identifying as Democrats, 28%. Okay? So Trump is in a good position. The economy is humming right along. All I'm saying is it just takes a couple of months of her horrific economic activity, plus the X factor, this coronavirus, if that becomes a severe American issue, people are going to be looking at leaderships like what's going on at the top up there, all right? So all I'm saying is uh, ignore and take for granted Bernie Sanders at your own peril. 651-289-4488, that's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show, hashtag NARN Show. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money. $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com That's ImplantMiracle.com We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm. phones, Mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 
Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds. Mm -hmm. For just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. When you want the best educational opportunities for your child in a healthy Christian environment, Turn to Legacy Christian Academy in Andover, a pre-K through 12th grade school whose mission is to equip the mind and disciple the heart of each student for Christ-like living. If you're looking for a school that is both Christ-centered and academically excellent, then Legacy Christian Academy is the school to check out. Known for its small class sizes and relational emphasis, your child will discover God-given strengths while engaging in hands-on learning. Come see our brand new 33,000 square foot edition that offers incredible opportunities, including an innovation center, business and entrepreneurial program, plus improvements to our band, choir, drama, and athletic programs. Whether your child is just entering school or is ready for a change, come see why we were voted best private school and preschool for six years. Call 763-316-6250 or visit lcamn.org. That's lcamn.org. Greetings and salutations, my friends. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? It is the Rush Limbaugh program. Oh, oh, serving me. humanity, Josh, by showing up. I guess I'm getting all your impressions screwed up now. Of course, those of you who recognize this tune, it's undoubtedly the theme song of the Rush Limbaugh program, the conservative radio titan, 32 years on the air, and continuing to move forward. This is actually, for those who may not know, this is a pretender's song entitled My City Was Gone. Chrissy Hind on lead vocals. But my city was gone. So I'm uh, obviously diverting from my uh, regular musical theme, which none of you know what that is. Jason figured it out. I figured it out. But the la- listener, none of the listeners, I don't think, have ever figured it out. I don't think Mitch even knows. Well, uh, no, no, he he'd have to. He, he he. I've heard him ding my music. He he. St- you know, Mitch is a musical snob. And yeah. I've heard him kind of take a shot at it, like. He doesn't particularly care for it. In fact, I remember one time he was a guest on my show. We were talking. I, oh, he was on to promote his book. And while I went to uh, grab some water, he told my board op to play a different song coming out of the break because he <laughs> didn't like my music. So, uh, because he doesn't know what the theme is, so that's right. okay. We yeah. mock what we don't understand. He'll that's figure all, it that's out. all I'm saying. That's someday all. he'll be as smart as me and figure it out. Well, the reason I'm playing that Pretenders tune, and it is uh, obviously the Rush Limbaugh theme song is because Chrissy Hind actually wrote an open letter to President Trump responding to the president awarding Rush Limbaugh the Medal of Freedom. Uh, this is Chrissy Hind writing an open letter to, again, the president. Uh, Dear Mr. President, I think I often think of my father, Melville Bud Hind, who proudly served his country as a Marine on Guadalcanal, would have enjoyed your presidency. The other day when you gave that award to Rush Limbaugh, my father would have been so delighted. He loved listening to Rush, which is why I allowed my song, My City Was Gone, to be used on his radio show. My father and I uh, didn't always see eye to eye. We argued a lot. But isn't that the American way? 
the right to disagree without having your head chopped off? Soon I will be participating in a protest in London against the extradition of Julian Assange. I know my father would be mortified, but I feel strongly enough to do it, or to do what I believe is the right thing, to protest further punishment of a man who sought to defend freedom, albeit in a way you rightly disagree with. I know Mr. Assange broke the law, he of WikiLeaks, for those listeners who may not know, as I have done defending the treatment of animals, but I believe he has been duly punished and should now be set free. Please consider my plea. Yours truly, Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. So, very cool. Chrissy Hind uh, wrote it, writing a letter to the President of the United States uh, after giving the Medal of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh. I was not familiar with the background of why Chrissy Hind allowed her song to be used. But I dare say when you hear that song now, it is much better identified with Rush Limbaugh than it is with Chrissy Hind and the uh, Pretenders. So, um, yeah, kind of a cool little story. I, I enjoy stuff like that. We only have about a minute left in the broadcast. We'll get to Bob's call. Bob from Shoreview, I apologize. Only have a minute to go, but you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a theory as to why the Democrat Party is so divided and therefore so weak. Let's hear it. I believe there's more relativists in the Democratic Party, and that leads to everybody's believing what they want to believe. They can't agree on anything, therefore they cause divisions. But the Republicans, on the other hand, you probably have more people that – believe in absolutes, especially rooted in the scriptures and the Holy Bible. And uh, that tends to unify people more. What do you think about that? Appreciate the call, Bob. Thanks so much. Well, I kind of mentioned last segment that once Trump was elected, a lot of people who were hesitant about him or didn't want him president were saying, okay, we're willing to give him a chance. And some were pleasantly surprised because of what you said. Hey, he does believe in in defending our our, our civil liberties, specifically the Second Amendment, which uh, we can all get on board. A a lot more I could say about that, but just don't have the time, so I apologize, Bob. Appreciate your call. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do 
something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the kingdom builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. AM 1280, The Patriot is...